Molecular Evolutionary Dynamics of Energy-Limited Microorganisms Abstract Microorganisms have the unique ability to survive extended periods of time in environments with extremely low levels of exploitable energy. To determine the extent that energy limitation affects microbial evolution, we examined the molecular evolutionary dynamics of a phylogenetically diverse set of taxa over the course of 1,000 days. We found that periodic exposure to energy limitation affected the rate of molecular evolution, the accumulation of genetic diversity, and the rate of extinction. We then determined the degree that energy limitation affected the spectrum of mutations as well as the direction of evolution at the gene level. Our results suggest that initial depletion of energy altered the direction of end rate of molecular evolution within each taxon. Though, after the initial depletion, the rate and direction did not substantially change. However, this consistent pattern became diminished when comparisons were performed across phylogenetically distinct taxa, suggesting that although the dynamics of molecular evolution under energy limitation are highly generalizable across the microbial tree of life, the targets of adaptation are specific to a given taxon. Introduction Organisms frequently encounter environments where growth and reproduction cannot be maintained. This is particularly true for microorganisms where growth and reproduction are often limited by the flux of exploitable energy. The occurrence of microorganisms in these environments is frequent enough that it has been argued that energy limitation constitutes a general constraint on microbial metabolism and growth. Because evolution is fundamentally a birth-death process, if a microbial population does not go extinct, the extent that energy limitation constrains reproduction would in turn affect its subsequent evolution. However, the majority of evolution experiments are performed in environments that permit rapid growth and those that focus on energy limitation are conducted with a single taxon, limiting our ability to draw general conclusions about the evolutionary effects of energy limitation. In order to understand how energy limitation alters microbial evolutionary dynamics, it is necessary to first identify patterns that consistently occur across taxa. These patterns include the rate that de novo mutations accumulate, their nucleotide spectra, and how they change in frequency over time. Given that the majority of mutations are introduced during genome replication, once cells can no longer reproduce, the input of generic genetic variation should effectively cease until environmental conditions improve and reproduction can resume. However, this prediction can be violated if microorganisms in energy-limited environments continue to reproduce at an extremely low rate, a phenomenon known as cryptic growth, where genetic diversity can accumulate and environmental effects on the nucleotide spectrum can occur. However, the evolutionary effect of energy limitation is not limited to the quantity and rate of change of genetic diversity. Rather, certain genes repeatedly acquire mutations in energy-limited environments. These repeated evolutionary outcomes, i.e. parallel evolution, consistently occur across phylogenetically distinct taxa, suggesting that adaptation continues 
as the environment becomes increasingly depleted of exploitable energy. Though such studies rarely manipulate the degree of energy limitation, contrast their observations to those from populations in energy-replete environments, or perform comparisons across multiple taxa. These shortcomings prevent us from determining whether the targets of molecular evolution change as the environment transitions from an energy-replete to depleted state, i.e. divergent evolution, as well as whether any change in the direction of evolution can be generalized across the microbial tree of life. In this study, we examined the molecular evolutionary dynamics of energy-limited microbial populations from six bacterial taxa that were propagated for around a thousand days which were chosen to maximize phylogenetic diversity, subject to the condition that they all grew in the same environmental conditions. We manipulated energy limitation by extending the time between transfer events, corresponding to transfer times of 1, 10, and 100 days, which allowed us to examine evolutionary outcomes across a range of energy limitation regimes as well as taxa. We examined how genetic diversity, the spectrum of mutations, and the distribution of extinction events were affected by energy limitation. We then examined the degree that energy limitation affected the direction of molecular evolution across all taxa. Finally, we determined whether phylogenetically diverse taxa converged on similar molecular evolutionary outcomes within and across energy limitation regimes. Discussion We found that the molecular evolutionary dynamics of phylogenetically distant taxa were consistently altered as energy limitation increased. In general, genetic diversity accumulated to a higher level than what we expect if cellular division stopped after populations exited their exponential phase of growth after a single day. This consistent deviation suggests that some degree of cellular division continued while the population remained in an energy-limited state, as it is doubtful that mutation alone would be capable of driving de novo mutations to detectable frequencies. Although the biological mechanism responsible for the continued reproduction cannot be identified from mutation trajectory alone, it is likely due to surviving cells scavenging dead cells the only available resource for energy. This hypothesis is supported by the observation that the slope of bacillus was closest to the null out of all taxa examined, which was likely due to the bacillus being the only taxon capable of forming non-reproductive endospores that buffer the accumulation of de novo genetic diversity. The Pseudomonas and Pedobacter were noted outliers where energy limitation populations accumulated similar quantities of genetic diversity as energy-replete populations. A prior study found evidence that these taxa are capable of surviving energy limitation and reproducing by cycling dead cells, which may explain how genetic diversity continued to be acquired after the populations exited their exponential phase of growth and the extreme values exhibited in Pseudomonas and Pedobacter populations. This dynamic may be further compounded by the accumulation of mutations between replication events. 
Comparisons of the molecular dynamics of different energy limitation regimes revealed that the frequency trajectories of mutations and the spectrum of non-synonymous and synonymous polymorphic mutations, PN over PS, had higher similarity between 10 and 100-day regimes than either one did to the one-day regime. A similar pattern was also found in our analyses of the direction of molecular evolution at the gene level, where the degree of divergent evolution was at its lowest for comparisons made between 10 and 100-day regimes across taxa. Furthermore, the nucleotide mutation spectra of energy-limited populations were consistently altered across taxa, suggesting that mutations acquired between transfer events contributed toward the patterns of diversity we observed. These altered dynamics are likely partially due to the effects of stress in energy-depleted environments on the mutation spectrum, which has been noted in prior studies. This recurring pattern of populations in 10- and 100-day treatments, being more similar to one another than either were to the one-day treatment, suggests that the main effect of energy limitation on molecular evolution occurred shortly after the populations exhibited their exponential phase of growth, an observation consistent with recent findings documenting the physiological and cellular changes that microorganisms incur after energy depletion and may be relevant to clinical contexts. Despite the generality of the effect of energy limitation on the molecular evolutionary dynamics within a given taxon, the signal of this pattern dissipated when comparisons were made between phylogenetically distant taxa. By coarse-graining genes to a higher level of functional annotation, we found that convergent evolution occurred among phylogenetically distant taxa within certain energy limitation regimes. However, the same biological functions contributed to these signals of convergent evolution in energy-repleted and depleted environments. Alternatively stated, although the phylogenetically distant taxa acquired mutations at the same molecular targets, within certain energy limitation regimes, and divergent evolution occurred between energy limitation regimes within each taxon. The statistical signal of divergent evolution was lost when comparisons were made among all taxa. This lack of signal suggests that although energy limitation can consistently alter the rate of and direction of molecular evolution in predictable ways, the targets of adaptation likely vary across phylogenetically distant taxa. The lack of biological functions enriched for mutations within a specific energy limitation regime casts doubt on whether universal contributors towards adaptation can be identified by comparing evolve and resequence experiments from phylogenetically distant taxa. The absence of such contributors contrasts with the consistent effect that energy limitation has on evolutionary dynamics within a given taxon. This supposed contradiction can be resolved by accounting for the observation that energy limitation affects birth-death dynamics in a consistent manner across the microbial tree of life, whereas proposing that different cellular mechanisms contribute towards adaptation within a given taxon. To compensate for this lack of signal, we argue that future efforts to investigate adaptation in energy limitation environments should focus on characterizing the cellular effects of mutation that reach high frequencies. This approach 
redolent of the framework of evolutionary cell biology, would circumnavigate the issue of annotation conservation and allow researchers to instead examine conserved cellular features that contribute to adaptation across phylogenetically distant taxa.